Hello, my name is Hope. On today's show, Deacon Bob is very excited about the Buccaneers getting into the playoffs. He and Father Dave talk about sports, the 800th anniversary of the nativity scene, what they did over the break, favorite games, books they are reading, St. Joseph, and Father Dave's new video series, My Father's Father. And now, here are your hosts, Deacon Bob and Father Dave. Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Deacon Bob. Seeing humor and hope in the National in 2024. Ball League. Yeah, I get. Oh, it is our first episode of 2024. It is. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Happy Epiphany. Yes, happy Christmas season. We can say it because we're recording this on a Sunday night. Happy Saint, Feast of St. Stephen. Oh. We missed a lot. Yeah, we, we did. Happy lot. Feast of St. John the Evangelist. Yeah, happy yeah. Feast of Elizabeth Seaton. Happy John Feast Neumann. of St. John Neumann. Yeah, it's a good feast. Yeah, a lot of good stuff. Happy Baptism of Jesus. But you, you were going to start with the NFL because your team has made the playoffs. It, is that what happened? Yeah. You, How you, exciting. You, you missed that. Yeah, I. Um, it, it wasn't pretty. And uh, and I and I would say you know listeners to the podcast I lost hope at one point Dave oh. I I lost hope wow I was not they that hope I was I don't hope they that despair I I was despairing I thought there's no way the Bucks could win the NFC South and and they did by golly they did they did congratulations they did they beat the Carolina Panthers today do we know who they're going to play it well. You know what? As we speak, there are still games going on. It seems as though they are going to play the. Uh, um, I'm looking yeah. here. I think it's going to be the Eagles. Boy, what happened to the Eagles? Yeah, they lost today. I know, bad to really the Giants. badly. So now I'm actually kind of hopeful. Maybe uh, you know, every every now and here. then, every now and then, I'm thinking, okay, so we talk about sports, and we get the you know the sister who reaches out and says, "Thank you so yes, much, right, Sister so Mary Beth." I, yeah, I got a really wonderful. Uh, text from one of our alumni. I think she's got five sons. And she said, Father Dave, I just want you to know, uh, I appreciate yours. He, she said, my house is all sports all the time. <laughs> and she goes, I just get your guys' little clips. I have some idea of what's going on. So, Hey, what's our, speaking of welcome. going on, now the, the, uh, the Broncos are not in. Oh, they weren't geez. coming close. What is our... The official What's position? On Sean Payton, the coach. So here's what happened. Yeah. So Sean Payton used to be the coach of the Saints, the New Orleans Saints. Uh, left, retired, came out of retirement to coach the Denver Broncos. You might remember he was very critical of the previous coach, just shredded yeah, him in yeah. public. And now I, I guess they're doing a weird thing where they stopped playing Russell Wilson because he, they didn't want him to get injured because if he got injured, they'd have to pay him a lot of money. And it all just seems kind of sketchy. Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that question yet. Ultimately, I think he wants his own team. Okay. And he came in to a lot of people that had long-term contracts. I mean, he's going to be gone. Russell Wilson will not be with the Broncos next year. Yep. And he's still going to get paid something like $39 million from the Broncos, which is pretty crazy. Which is all right. You know? That's not bad for a year of not working. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Did you did you watch the Lions and the uh, Cowboys game at all? That Wait, whole was controversial that? call. Yes, yes. Yes. Okay. We so, should explain. Yeah. Really quick, though. 
You go ahead. Yeah, you I brought mean, it up. Yeah, the, the whole story was a guy went in. Uh, he says he reported to the referee. He caught a two, was it a two-point conversion, It was right? a two-point conversion. Uh, to and win they, the game. To win the game, right. So there was some confusion about whether or not he reported this, that, and the other. Yes. But here was the thing. So I was having a conversation with one of our friars, Father Jonathan, who loves the Cowboys. Of course. And had to find any way to defend <laughs> the Cowboys. So I was talking yeah. about how this ref was messed up. He goes, well, there were other penalties that day. And I said, no, no, the issue is, is this ref, uh, his son is married to Jimmy Johnson's daughter. And Father goes, Is that right? No, it's not. Oh, that's so funny. No, and that's exactly what Father goes, Are you serious? Well, that's different. I said, No, I'm Gosh, not serious. How gullible is Father Jonathan? How gullible? Uh-huh. Why don't you, uh-huh. The two of uh-huh. you should go out for uh-huh. coffee sometime. It's just because you, as my president and friend, I just assume and that I wouldn't that, joke like that. No, actually, yeah, I yeah, assume yeah, the yeah, opposite. Yeah. Yeah. But so it was good. You buried the lead. Uh, Notre Dame won their bowl game. They're great. Yes, yes, they are. They win the Tony the Tiger, Tiger Sun Bowl. Sun Bowl. Where was that played? Uh, El Paso, Texas. Oh. The last time it was sold out, that ball, that football game was the last time Notre Dame was in it. So yeah. Okay. That's why people like to have Notre Dame, obviously. But they won big. It was good. So the championship game is tomorrow night. So when people listen to this, we'll know who the national champion. It is Michigan against Washington. Yes. Uh, I'll let you have Washington, and I'll oh. take. And, yeah, you're welcome. Okay. And I'll take. I hear Michigan. that quarterback's really good. Oh, I think he's phenomenal. And actually, Washington may win. That was not like, oh my gosh. Right. Um, it's it should. I hope it's a good game, but that'll be fun. Yeah, I I like the symmetry of their logos, the W and the M, because yeah. you can well, like flip that. it over. I like what you did there, and it's still there, and it's still going to be a W like and that. an M. I like that. So. Yeah, that should be fun. Um, and you went to a couple of basketball games too. I actually had an I had an incredibly exciting sports week over between New Year's and uh, just a few days ago. I realized oh. that in the span of a week, I saw all my four favorite teams. Oh, so I went down to Tampa with my wife for her birthday. She was a West Coast baby. She was born on New Year's Day, and I watched the Lightning get destroyed by the New York Rangers That's five good. to one. That's good. We thought, well, that's okay because we're going to watch the Bucks win the next day. The Bucks got beaten very badly by the uh, New Orleans Saints. There you go. Not clinching until this weekend. Uh, then we came home and I had uh, tickets to a Penguins game, Penguins versus Washington My Capitals. Capitals yep. Always exciting. We lost three to four, but at least the Pens showed up to play that mm-hmm. game. And then there was one game I didn't go to with my wife. It was the Cavaliers versus the Washington Wizards. The Wizards did not win. The Wizards did not win. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say that's unbelievable. And that's one of the lamest names in yeah. basketball. Wizards? Yeah, I was, yeah, I was in D.C. when they changed the name. It used to be Bullets, <laughs> and they fell to the name. Maybe. What is with D.C. and, and mascot names, the Bullets yeah. and the Redskins? Yeah, I mean, that's somebody Somebody in that PR department. But, like, to go to the Wizards, is it just because it starts with a W? Like, I don't know. Like, what does that have to do? I don't know. Like, Kansas City Wizards, and actually they used to be the Kansas City Wizards. The, the Major League Soccer team was the Kansas City Wizards. Why does Kansas City Wizards make sense? Because you're off to see the Wizard in Kansas. Oh, oh I missed that. Uh, Wizard of Oz. Okay, I, I, I missed that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Sense. That that makes, that makes sense. I get that. Washington Wizards. No, 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 no. I don't know. I don't know. Cavs are doing well. I know you care. And actually, they're flying off to France. Okay, they're doing an exhibition game in France, uh, which is against the Brooklyn Nets. I was very tempted to go to this game, except it's in France. Yeah, yeah. If it was uh, in uh, England, other than that, so the official position of this. We we won't give our official position for the Super Bowl yet. We'll do that okay. next week. Okay, sounds good. But there's because we still have the game tonight matters, 
It's the Bills and the Dolphins. They're both in, but it determines who gets the The Dolphins the make you division. cry. Yeah. Yeah, the division. So and and honestly, the the sleeper that we would love to see the official position of this Who podcast, the sleeper? Detroit. Oh yeah, we've been saying I mean, that. I mean, they're so they haven't been good for since Jesus was a little boy. So That's true. But you good. know who I also have a well, obviously I want the Steelers to keep going through, but they just lost JJ Watt yeah. and they're probably not going to. Mm-hmm. Um the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, Joe, no, that, Joe they're Flacco they're coming under, off yeah. the couch, yeah. being amazing. That would be He was literally dropping awesome. his kids off at school. You know, he was in. They said, what were you doing? He said, I was in the the line uh, to drop my kids off at school when he got a call or something like that. It's just unbelievable. And yeah, would you please be the quarterback yeah. of the Browns? And yeah. And he's, he's, and, he's just, and he's destroying it, everybody. Like, if you haven't been paying attention, this is Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens eons ago, it seems. Retired, or at least was let go of whatever. Multiple teams, and they brought him back, and he is head like touchdowns, touchdowns. Yeah. The and stats interceptions, are crazy. and interceptions. But as long as you keep the touchdowns coming, I guess it works. And, and the Browns have such a great defense, like many championship yeah, teams. Yeah. So it's an exciting dun, NFL dun, dun. weekend. We, we got everybody caught up, so you're welcome. Yes, we're going to do the promotion after this next section, right? Okay, yeah, that sounds this good. We thought about so you. Talked a little bit about your break. You had a good break. Good I did Christmas have. Break. I did have a great break. Uh, the whole family was in town. I just love Christmas. I just love the season of it, spiritually, family wise. Um, it was. It was really awesome. Now, did you go anywhere for Christmas? Uh, I did not. I stayed. The friars all stayed together for Christmas, and I just wrote myself a little note. Um, have we mentioned the indulgence that's available for the nativity scene? Oh, no. Let's do Okay, this is cool. Thing. So this is the 800th anniversary of uh, Francis going to Gubbio, and he has— the, I don't think we've talked about this at all, actually. At all. Okay. Yeah, so this is the 800th anniversary, and Francis Wait, goes— So what happened in Gubbio, Father Dave? Yeah, the original um, the, christening, the nativity scene. The nativity scene, scene yeah. Yeah, so Francis's big thing was if if people could see what the Lord has done— they would they would be converted. They would move be moved. So yeah. he, he calls together in, in this little community, and they have the initial uh, first live nativity scene. Yeah. So this has obviously been going on for eight hundred years now. Uh, so the Holy Father has actually provided a plenary indulgence for an individual who prays in front of a nativity scene in a Franciscan church. So we're actually going to keep our nativity scene. He says that that indulgence is available until February 2nd. Nice. So we'll keep up our nativity scene. In our chapel. In our chapel. But he wrote a little Would doc- it count, though, for the out— So <laughs> yeah, if you've been to really Franciscan, funny. we have an outdoor nativity scene. And many people ask the question, why do you always have an outdoor nativity scene, not realizing that it was, in fact, Francis of Assisi that brought about the devotion— uh, to the nativity scene. That's funny. I asked uh, Bishop Paul about that, who's a bishop here at Stuba, at least for this week. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and he'll always be a bishop. Yeah, yeah, but maybe not here in Stuba. <laughs> right. So yeah, for that, with that being said, people, we don't know what's going on. We have on. no idea. <laughs> there's yeah, there's still no new news. Going on. That's yeah. right. You'll hear it here first. That's right. But um, not. I, I asked him about that. I said, you know, there's we have our nativity scene outside. Do you think that's? He goes, he goes. I think the spirit of that would be fine. So okay. But it's interesting. Um, the Holy Father wrote a really beautiful letter on it, and and he talks about all that goes into the nativity scenes. Because sometimes when we take a look at the nativity scene, okay, it's baby Jesus, it's the animals and all that, but. All of the background stories that are there. Mm-hmm. This is, 
you know, you look there and you see a woman with an unplanned pregnancy and all that went into that and the fear yeah. and the anxiety and, and the trust and the yes, that yes, that brought salvation to the world. And, and Joseph, who's trying to reconcile all this and trying to figure right. it all out. So he said, Holy Father said, don't just look at the nativity scene. Don't, and, it, and he said really quite beautifully, this is not just an image for children, mm -hmm. you know, to spend some time really meditating on that. So um, I actually preached, I had mass on uh, Christmas Eve and preached a little bit about the nativity scene. So that was your question was, did I go anywhere? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I stayed home and I just looked at the nativity scene. For, That's lovely. Uh, but I did go after Christmas. The friars always stayed Wait, together. this is the question everybody wants to know. Yeah. Which friar is the first one up to open presents on Christmas Day? We don't open presents Christmas morning. We what? do something in the evening. Yeah. We oh. do a white elephant, which is really, really, <laughs> honestly, very funny. One of the friars bought you know, uh, golf ball. So you go and you grab a bag and you open it. And if you like it, you keep it. If somebody else steals it. Well, somebody got golf balls and no, nobody in the house golfs except for me. So it's, <laughs> I felt obligated to go and take them. So this guy could get something else. Right. Uh, but, and then after that, I went to, uh, down to a friend of mine's house who is very, very, he and his wife have got a place in Florida and they're so, so sweet. Mm -hmm. And um, they have a little room there that, that they said I could use anytime. So I had basically a week of, of just quiet and prayer and reflection. Uh, he and his wife were there for a couple of days, but most of it was just by myself. So it was really great. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it was really, really, actually it was, it was phenomenal. Yeah, we were in Florida at the same time. We were, yeah, yeah. You were just a couple hours north of me. Yeah. I thought you were going to come down and say hi to me, but that's okay. Is that that's what you okay. thought? Is yeah, that really what you thought? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jen, I'm going to go spend some time with Dave. Yeah, I never yeah. see Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have missed you. It is weird. You know, we had um, two weeks off of the podcast. I... That almost never happens. Yeah, well, we, we were going to have a week of questions <laughs> that we had planned and right. we'd ask people so for. for those... <laughs> send us questions because we want to answer these questions because this is going to be so fun. All right. He so says. I, if you heard the last podcast, we were outdoors. And it turned out really nice. Though, it, for all it of turned our, out amazing. For actually. all of our concern about the, the noise of the ice rink, yeah. it, it sounded great. It, it so was, you, did, you did a great job well, with it. Well, thank you very much. Now, the downside was my fingers got numb by the end of the podcast. We were supposed to record that podcast and then record another podcast, which was going to be the Ask Us Anything episode. Yeah. And at the end of the first podcast, I'm like, and we're off for two weeks. And I hit the music and Dave goes, wait, two weeks? I thought it was one week. I'm like, I have to go inside. I can't feel my fingers anymore. So cold. <laughs> it was a bit chilly. That's so right. we will do it. We yep. will do it. Thank you for your questions. It means you have another window to ask us a few more questions. Apparently the Abiding Together girls did this and oh. some people are like oh you're trying to be like abiding together that's exactly what her, her yeah. goal yeah, it's always they that, figured from us out day one they figured from us day out one. dang it yeah. they're on to us yeah exactly so oh, well we, yeah. we could never quite be like them so no there's there's two of us people listen to them <laughs> <laughs> yes that, that, um, and so they're really good your family was all together yeah my whole family my sister and her husband flew in from oh, boston okay and uh, we just had a, a a few great days together. We did a white elephant. We played board games. It was it was awesome. What's your favorite board game? Ooh, you mean right now or like no, all six time? years ago? Um, let's see. That would be twenty. 20. Yeah. Uh, so I do like a lot of games. I would say classic board game that I really enjoy playing. Uh, the first thing that came to mind was Clue. Okay. And I like the different versions of Clue that have like cool little things. And kind of they make them, yeah, right, they, they right, kind right. of make them a bit different. My other Have real favorite game is Ticket to Ride. You know, the Friars play that. That's a great game. Have you ever gone to one of those escape rooms? Once. And? Did you like it? Um, 
you know what? If I was with, I, I went with my family mm. and some of them just weren't like into, into it. it. Yeah. You know, if I was with like a bunch of nerds like myself, I probably would really like it. Have you done this? I've never done it. You know, you should have done that. Um, when you were down in Florida by yourself. By yourself. I wonder if you, great. could you get an escape room just by yourself? Right. You know, that would be a good thing to do. I wouldn't want to leave. It's, yeah, exactly. It, if, you just need some, if you just need some peace and quiet, just be like, I'm going to do an escape room. Can I do, really can I try nice. it for two hours? It's just nice being quiet. And, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you had said that we, I'm not a big board game person. Okay. Yeah. I don't clue any of those Monopoly. Okay. I don't even know how to play Ticket to Ride. We were not a big board game family growing up. We played one card game called Cribbage. Uh, and all of us, all the kids, yep. mom, dad, no, all know how to play, but no. So what do you get? What do you play? I don't. Oh, you're, you know, I thought you were going to like follow like, up with, like but it, I'm really good at Call of Duty. No, like if the friar said, you know, it's we're going to have board game night. No. No. Just not, just no. not into it. No. Okay. Ticket to Ride was probably, is that as popular now? It's still really popular. Ticket to Ride is actually a train game, and you put like little trains together, and you try to build tracks across America or Europe or Asia. They have many different expansion packs of these things. I'm playing a new game right now. I don't mind publicizing it. It's called okay. Abduction. It's like it's about a duck. It's about ducks, and I thought of you because yeah. the pieces are just like little ducks, nice. and you love little ducks. Yes, love them. And it's essentially you have to rearrange your ducks on a board so they get sucked up into a spaceship. That's awesome. And it comes with a spaceship. That's awesome. So given the- Nothing says know, Christmas like, like that. A, a, a like an abducted- The friars, we've had some, you know, it's it's actually been kind of nice. I like this time when you've got a little bit more downtime. So we've had movie nights, honestly, probably probably three or four times during the last month. Okay. So we, Any Christmas movies? No. Um, <laughs> we watched Black Widow again. No. no we did not. I was going to say, please. We watched um, the, Mission, the new Mission Impossible movie. Oh, yeah. Night, which is just fun. Yeah, I mean, it's good just, stuff. It's just funnish Mission Impossible. We watched um, Cinderella Man. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah, with Russell Crowe. That's Crow. such a good movie. That is a great movie. That is such a good movie. That's a great movie. Yeah. yeah. And we and Ron up, Howard directed that film. Did he really? He did. We we watched Oppenheimer. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. How was it? It was not good. Okay. I mean, it was nice because we could there was a couple of scenes that were just, in my mind, inappropriate. So you could kind of get through that. But the guy who you know who the director was. Yeah, for, Christopher Nolan. Yeah. So he just was trying to be too creative. I mean, it's an interesting story. Yeah. You don't have to have all of these He's kind of known for that, and sometimes he does. Like when it works, it's amazing, and then when it's a no, bit much, it's it was just a, a bit, bit too much. much. Yeah. It was a bit much. It was a bit much. But it's a fascinating story. I mean, the whole Manhattan Project, the atomic bomb, all that went into that, and it kind of got me to go down this, you know, this rabbit hole, just reading more about it. Oh, I read a great book over the break. Okay, The Little Liar. Do you know who Mitch Album is? Yes, uh, Tuesday Tuesdays with, with Maury. Yeah, he just came out with a sports new book, writer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, called The Little Liar. I okay. highly recommend it to people. What's yeah. it about? It's cool. It's about um, a small Thessaloniki in in Greece uh -huh. at at the time of World War II was per capita the most densely populated Jewish population in Europe. Okay, and it's about the Nazis coming in and and really decimating that town. So it's about a family, and he, the whole premise of the book it's really interesting is about we've lost any sense of truth and mm -hmm. how important truth is. So the book, the narrator of the book is truth. Huh. So that's kind of the the device he uses in just going through. It's like, yeah, it's just, it was, it was good. Is it, it really short? He's kind of known yeah, for like it little is. quick I, I read reads. It, I read it on my Kindle, so it's hard to yeah, tell how long know. the book is on Kindle. <laughs> right. But yeah, I don't think it's, I mean, I read it in a couple of days, 
fairly quickly, but yeah. One book I reread over our break was uh, Benedict's Jesus of Nazareth, yeah, yeah, The yeah. Infancy Narratives. Okay, that is so good. And I don't know if you uh, listeners are familiar with it. He wrote three books about Jesus of Nazareth. The first was his public life, and that was very popular. Mm -hmm. Then he wrote one on Holy Week, and it was very dense. Yeah. And I think a lot of people tapped out at that point. And I many people miss missed, yeah, yeah, many people missed The Infancy Narrative, which is a short book so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, very prayerful. More reflective, yeah, more reflective. Yeah, yeah, just some great, and, you know, even as you're talking about, for example, the nativity scene, um, you know, part of the nativity scene is there's always an ox and ass there, though that's not in Scripture, but it is in one of the prophecies of Isaiah. And the little drummer boy. And, so, of course, the little drummer yeah, boy. Yeah. And he was just bringing out, I mean, just so many gems, but he was talking about actually how early church fathers saw the ox and the ass as the Jews and the Gentiles. And then, G and then Jesus is in the manger, which is a feeding trough for the animals. And so, in a sense, it's the Eucharist. Like, right, right. it's Jesus on the altar as food for the world, the bread of life. And just and Bethlehem is um, – the actual translation of the name Bethlehem is house of bread. Yeah. So just a lot of really beautiful Are you reading this for one of your classes or just – No, it's just for me. I require it actually for uh, my graduate class in scripture. But, you know, there's – as a teacher – you know, when you assign a book and then you've, I've taught this class now for maybe 20 years. So I don't ever feel a need to go back and reread some of the books I mm -hmm. assign. But I just had a particularly wonderful class and they write papers on this and they were just all talking about how blown away they were by the book. And I just thought, I'm gonna I, read that I, I haven't read that in probably like 10 years. You know, and the, man, it was just The it thing was just that was amazing. kind of fun about reading this book is most of the books I read, I'm, I'm going to have to do something about it. You know, we're yeah. going to have to have a, you know, a TV show right. or write something or review or so to read a book without having to do anything just to enjoy the book. Yeah, it's almost weird. Yeah. And my yeah. mom read it at the same time. So yeah, it was fun. It was great. When I was hosting Franciscan University Presents, I know what you're talking about yeah. because they would give you a, a book and they'd be like, you've got two weeks. Yeah. And I would really try to get through them. Yeah, some um, of them are easier than others. Yeah, the academic yeah. ones are tricky, but then some of them are like really, really good, really awesome. Yeah, I just one of the ones I just read that was so good was the Genesis of Gender, hmm. written by Abigail Favalli. Okay, she was uh, she's a convert. She was raised, and her her undergraduate degrees and her graduate degrees were all in gender studies. Okay, and then she has this conversion, <laughs> and, and it comes into the church. Yeah. and it's interesting just how she comes to understand the beauty of the human person and all. In and in many ways, she talks about where I went wrong, hmm. but she also does one of the things she does quite beautifully is where I was right. You mm. know, there's almost a sense that you're totally dismissive. Right. But, it, you know, she gives you this, a look into the whole gender fight that's going on from literally from the inside because she yeah. her doctorate is in that. Yeah. So it was just, a, it was a really, really great book. Really, really smart woman. Yeah, that's cool. awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I had a good break. I'm ready to be back. You're going to have a full class your your last semester was a little light, so get ready, buddy. This one's going to be a little different. No, I actually am I'm teaching uh, seven classes. Yeah, yeah. And... Two of them on ground have 40 people in them each. Well, get ready, bud. That's <laughs> why we pay you the big bucks. But I'm excited about it. I'm really excited to be in front of students again. I'm sure we'll probably talk about this more next week as we'll be yep. getting right into the school year, but we'll still enjoy just a week of break. We hope that you all, you, we hope that you all will take your furniture wherever yep. it needs to be. And we also hope that you all listening had a wonderful and blessed Christmas. And, you know, my heart also always just goes out to anybody that suffered a loss recently. Yep. I mean, the holiday times are difficult. We had a, a real tragic situation here in Steubenville um, with uh, a 
husband who killed himself and uh, left behind a, a mom and, and four kids. And, just awful. You, you know, we talk about funerals, and um, I think at one point we mentioned in the show, usually from a priest standpoint, funerals are better than weddings. And I've been to a lot of great funerals lately, and this one was just so heavy, you know. Yeah. I mean, the faith of the mom, the, the wife and yeah, mother was just, incredible. Yeah. Did you did you go to the wake? No, I was I out of town when all that. Yeah, happened. but I saw the copy. I saw the it recording was just of the eulogy. Beautiful, yeah, you know. But God love her. Yeah, I've known Jess since she was a little girl. Yeah, and, she was in my youth just, group. Actually, yeah, I'm sure she was. Yeah, yeah. It just just broke my heart. Yeah, just broke my heart. So keep him in our prayers. But part of Christmas also, it's always weird. You celebrate Christmas, and then two days later, you're celebrating the feast of the Holy Innocents. You yeah, know, like yeah, the yeah. the next day. Yeah, the difficulty of it. You know, maybe we can close the section with this: is that. I was brought back to um, a document that Pope Francis wrote many years ago, the year of St. Joseph. What was it called again? It's called Patris Patris Corday, the heart of a father. And he writes so beautifully about Joseph. And one of the things that he talked about was how, um, you know, he talked about one of the beautiful things about Joseph and the invitation of Joseph was that, you know, they had a really hard time. I mean, we we forget that sometimes. But if you're in Joseph's shoes— you go to Bethlehem, your wife is about to give birth, you're trying to find a place, you know, you end up in a stable, and then you're awakened one night by an angel saying, oh, King Herod yeah, wants to yeah, kill your yeah, kid, no, uh, you know, you better you better take off. And so um, he just said this, and I just want to quote it. Um, a superficial reading of these stories can give the impression the world is at the mercy of the strong and mighty, but the good news of the gospel consists in showing that for all the arrogance and violence of worldly power, God always finds a way to carry out his saving plan. So too, God, so too, our lives may at times seem to be at the mercy of the powerful, but the gospel shows us what counts. God always finds a way to save us, provided we show the same creative courage as the carpenter of Nazareth, who is able to turn a problem into a possibility by trusting always in divine providence. If at times God does not seem to help us, Surely this does not mean that we have been abandoned, but instead are being trusted to plan, be creative, and to find solutions. And mm. I just thought yeah. that was just kind of a reminder of these times. You know, it doesn't I'd, always go the way we think it's it, going it to. doesn't, and that doesn't mean that God's not present. Right. I mean, I thought when Jess was sharing that eulogy of of God being present in the midst of that mm-hmm. suffering, it was like, wow, you know, that's that's what the faith is about. Yeah. That's what hope. Yeah. That's what yeah. hope yeah. really is about. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Oops, I always hit the wrong one. That's all right. You're still a good person. Thank you. That's the nicest thing you've said to me all year. Franciscan University is proud to offer my father's father, because the first F is lowercase. My dad. But then the next F is uppercase. My heavenly father. A new series from 10th Hour Productions featuring our very own Father Dave. Do we have a little cheering? I, I don't know. I think we might. Wait, where that is would it? Be appropriate. It would be appropriate. Uh, our very own... Father oh, Dave. Man. Our very own... Oh, man. Oh, man. Our very own Father Dave. <laughs> That's as close as I can get. In my father's father, Father Dave journeys back to his hometown of Durango, Colorado. He explores what it means that God is Father and how our earthly fathers impact our relationship with Him. This six-part series released its first episode on January 9th with more episodes to come each week. You can watch My Father's Father for free at wildgoose.tv or at faithandreason.com. That's... Wait, no, I gotta change it over. 
and there's just so much going on. Oh, I'm still a good person. That's wildgoose.tv or faithandreason.com. And check it out. And tell us about it. There's, look, the button, it's not, it's not as easy as it looks. There's like buttons and stuff. There's, there's, two, there's two buttons. No, there's eight buttons, and then you scroll to another window, and then it's more stuff. I don't know. Just, I'm not 10th hour productions, clearly. No, yeah. So we've, it's, you know, you talked about um, the holiday season. My dad died on the 20th, so mm. it's still Christmas. is still kind of, I don't know, it's just a little bit different. But this was a series we obviously did. 10th uh, hour productions is a 4 p.m. media. They just went kind of through a little change for a number of reasons. Um, but they moved the clock six hours. Yeah, well, it's yeah. actually depending on what version you read. It was the four o'clock, four p.m., or the tenth hour. So it's oh, the same. It's the same text. When Jesus went out, and when they came and found Jesus. Right. Yeah. yeah, right. Um, so yeah, we did the wild goose. Obviously, on the Holy Spirit, we did the next series was on uh, Jesus in the Holy Land, mm-hmm. Metanoia. So it was always our desire to do kind of. I can't, no, that's not fair. It was not always, though. But once we had done the second one, we thought, you know, it's probably reasonable. Let's go ahead and do a third. Round it out. You've right, been spirit, right. Jesus, so, so when we're Father. thinking, it's like, mm, what, what oh, do? I got an idea. <laughs> what if we did something on the Father? So yeah. so we'd been working on that. And then do, do you remember COVID? Mm, no? Was that yeah. one of my students? <laughs> yes, it was a nickname. Yeah. Yeah, so COVID hit. We, we'd done some filming and some work on that, and then COVID hit. So everything kind of went on. Hiatus. Hold on a hiatus, indeed. Uh, and then when my father passed away, the whole kind of dynamic of, of the project changed quite a bit. Uh, one of the last conversations, I've talked about this. It's in, yeah, I've talked about this. We may have even talked about it on, on the podcast. But one of the last conversations my dad and I have, we're talking about heaven and what that was going to be like. And, mm. and my dad said, and, and Jesus is going to lead me to the Father, right? Mm. So that's really what, we, what we've kind of settled on the, the title of this, My Father's Father, that in many ways, uh, well, John Paul would say the, at the heart of the spiritual life is a journey. It's a pilgrimage to the heart of the Father. Hmm. So it's really taking a look at, uh, I mean, the, the very first episode, which will be out by the time people hear this, is is this, and we actually quote you. Oh, um, really? I do, yeah. I, I don't actually know that I give you credit for it. <laughs> so just call me I'm, the president I'm of getting, Harvard. I'm getting credit yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and this plagiarizes. But what I talk about is, and you talk about in the Wild Goose, the uniqueness of the Christian faith in that yeah. Jesus reveals the Father, you know, and that's, you know, that's not anything we discovered. It's what Jesus did, right? Right. So we talk about that. This The first episode is really, what does it mean that we have a Father in heaven? And that is a uniquely Christian revelation, right? So that'll be out this week. But then we do we do one of the episodes on the earthly father. You know, it's been said our relationship with the heavenly father begins with our earthly father. Yeah. And and kind of the substory of all of this is is how my father raised uh, us children. He really discipled us. It was interesting when I was doing some work years ago. Although I think this has changed. But if you if you Google disciple uh, disciple your children. It'll change, and it says, "Did you mean discipline?" <laughs> yeah, you know. So this idea that that your your role as a father is to disciple your kids to come to know your heavenly Father. Yeah. And so it's really taking a look at that. And we also deal with one of the episodes with uh, the priest as father. Okay. Uh, which I think, uh, you know, given all that's taken place over the last co- many many unfortunately decades now, uh, one of the funny things is a uh, I joke I say that I could build a new church. Not that we're going to build a new church, people. Yeah, I was okay. say, like, pay, pay attention, We're, we're going to renovate a beautiful church. But, <laughs> um, but 
you know, for people who complain about their father, but rarely do we say, you know, I might not have been a great son. Yeah. So we we do one of the episodes on what does it mean for us to be a child? You know, Paul John says in First John, he says, children, yet that is what you are. Mm. So Father Jacques Philippe is a part of this, and, and he does beautifully, particularly in, on that particular episode. about right. We don't discover identity. We, he says, we don't discover identity. We receive it. It's given to us. And that's just... Just a beautiful image. So it's been, it's been a long, kind of a long. Yeah, you've been working while. for this over like three, four years now, or yeah, three years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wow. So it's nice. To Tell have us about some of the other people. Now, a lot of times in your previous productions, you travel to yeah. amazing places. Did you do all of this in Durango, your we, hometown? We we didn't. We did uh, a lot of it in Durango. Uh, we did some of it in Phoenix uh, okay. with with where my family is now. My mom's actually in it, which was really is really <gasps> Margie. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, nice. It's, it's really beautiful. Uh, we did part of it at the Grand Canyon, which was great. Yeah, so some of the people that are in it, Christophonic is in it. Okay. Uh, Heather is. Uh, have you heard of Abiding Together podcast? No, no. She's she's one of them, and okay. uh, she's in it. Let's see, Father Jacques Philippe is in it. Bishop uh, Joseph Espion is in it. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Red that's Bishop awesome. In in Bronx. Yeah. Uh, oh, who else is in there? Uh, Matt Matthew Beringer's in it. Uh, okay. John Bergsman's in it. Okay, wait. Now there's too many people, and I'm feeling like, why wasn't I in it? Because you can't. You you nailed it on the first. It's like that's true. What movie should you not have had a sequel? Like Jurassic Park. Mm. Should you have done a second one? I thought Jurassic World was all right, though. Okay, <laughs> no, I should have gone there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's been it's been uh, it's been a blessing, uh, and I'm glad it's done. Yeah, I mean, it's been. It's nice to release it to the world, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah. That satisfaction of you've worked on something and and finally, you know, in yeah. your mind, you mentally finished with this a while back, and now yeah. all the post production or all the other things. Yeah, and it, this one's more personal, obviously. So, sure. and each time, it's kind of like the trailer just came out, and uh, it just kind of stirs things up. So it's yeah. Good. It's good. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So check that out uh, again. Faithandreason.com is a great place to find it and other. Franciscan podcasts. You can see episodes of Franciscan University Presents there, which mm-hmm. is always pretty cool. We were talking about that earlier. Or wildgoose.tv and wildgoose.tv uh, has the Wild Goose, which mm-hmm. is a series on the Holy Spirit, uh, as well as, is it called Metanoia? Yep. Which, that's yep. the title of it, which is really focused on a conversion to Christ. So uh, lots of really wonderful things. You know, Lent is uh, approaching rapidly. It is. It's rapidly, hard to believe. It's hard to believe. And uh, I think it's always great to, you know, actually, I would say, I remember I watched uh, Wild Goose during one Lent, and I did Metanoia another Lent, and I well, remember those go. were really blessed times. There you go. So that's fantastic. Maybe do it this one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Why not? Yeah, awesome. Well, would you uh, maybe close us sure, in sure. prayer and give us a blessing of sure. the Father? Father. Yeah, Lord, we just uh, again we thank you for this time in the church uh, season. We thank you for the gift that is the Christmas season and. Uh, God, you are with us. May we never forget that. We pray as we always do for those who are suffering. Who those uh, who struggle with hope that you would give them hope. Ask your blessing upon us, you who are Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks, Father Dave. You got the right button. I did. I know those buttons pretty well. Thank you all. Uh, if you do want to send a question, I promise we'll get to it in the next few weeks. If our hands don't get too cold. Exactly. Hope at franciscan.u. That's hope at franciscan. E-D-U. There you go. Go Bucks. Yes. Go Bucks. Go Bucks.